Yo, what's up, friends? Welcome back to the local podcast. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Greensburg Video. That's my video and photography company located right here on Main Street in Greensburg. If you and your company are up for some fresh ideas and some engaging content, look no further than Greensburg Video. You can check out my work at gbgvideo.net or greensburgvideo.com. My portfolio is growing daily, so you can check that out. Shoot me a message, and we'll figure out a strategy for you. Speaking of advertising, you can do that for your business right here on The Local Podcast. If you're interested in that, hit me up at thelocal724.com. All right, today on the podcast, we have singer-songwriter and fellow podcaster, Luke motherfucking Welts. Welcome to the Local 724 Podcast in 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Local Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Hauser. Today with me, we've got the fellow Latrobian, Luke Welts. How are you, sir? Hey, buddy. How's it going? Doing great. Doing all right. Mm-hmm. We get uh, Luke is a, he's a musician and uh, he does all kinds of, uh, does all kinds of music, but uh, he's also a fellow podcaster, which is, pretty fun that's exciting this is the first time i think i've talked to uh, another podcaster so cheers mm-hmm. sir cheers yeah let me give you a little rollabout about me my name's luke Wells. for those of you out there i'm a singer songwriter from latrobe pennsylvania i have my own podcast called worst case podcast uh, right now we're up on spotify we got a couple episodes out i'm also a musician like jordan said um i got my own band luke Wells band we are about to release, um, or upcoming a future uh, debut release of our first 15 track LP. Um, probably gonna drop a couple singles before that. And uh, I'm all about local music. I love going to open mic nights. Um, I enjoy doing a lot of things, even outside music. I, I enjoy fitness. I, I enjoy seeing my family. You know, mm-hmm. really into connection. I'm, in, I'm that's how that's my little creo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. How old a how old a guy are you? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Nice yeah. man. I'm ten yeah. years older than you. <laughs> and that your music was probably better. You grew up with though. I'll be honest. <laughs> Speak. I mean, like you want to talk like some older style music, man. Like your your influences are like, dude. They're all just good for a twenty seven year old kid. You've got. Uh, Dude, you got guys like Johnny Cash and Willie Nelson and uh, you know, Ray Charles and Clapton, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, it's just like, it's such a cool thing like to see. And my parents used to point this stuff out too. They would just be like, how is it that this kid is into the music that we were listening to? And it's just something that like, you know, you grow up with your parents or you grow up with your parents' friends listening to you know, really good music. And then you're just like, Oh man, this stuff's awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's just the, you know, how did you, how did you get, you know, to a point where you were listening to, to those kinds of, of bands? Or I think the open. Yeah. So I think just being out there in, in the public and chatting with people and seeing kind of what was going on in the open mic scene had a heavy influence on me. Uh, that'd be nice. Somebody would play something that was just killer and it would hit. And I would, want to really get into that style of music and of course starting out feels tavern i was the first open mic I started going to um you can hear in my keys i'm heavily blues uh influenced um i also grew up playing gospel music before i started uh, going to open mics so yeah. a lot of chord progressions and the whole genre it's just a different genre you know so i went from gospel 
early on in life because I started playing piano when I was about eight. Um, my grandmother was an organist and sang in the choir. So I had a nice mentor there and there was um, a little baby grand in her house. And um, from there on out, I uh, played at church. Yeah, um, I played at churches, um, played at weddings. Uh, you know, uh, the, the key is add something that is nostalgic. And I am, I feel blessed that I can play a piano really well. Like sometimes I get to go, damn, I can play that thing. Right. You know, because I've been doing it for, for so long. And it's not a bragging thing. It's not a cocky thing. It's just years on one thing, the same thing, yeah. you know, all the time. So uh, that's my bread and butter. Um, I feel like as a musician, it's kind of like my hidden weapon is bringing out the keys, especially when we play as a full band. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother was heavily influenced by Motown. My dad was in the CCR and that ACDC rock and roll. And my grandfather liked old folk, Waylon Jang's kind of stuff. So, yeah. In a nutshell, that's kind of where it all kind of came to fruition. It's awesome, man. I mean, you said it right at the beginning of the podcast. I mean, like you're, you're into hanging out with family and all that stuff. And I mean, they're, you know, their influences become your influences yeah. and, and everything like that, man. It's, it's real that cool. Was my first, that was my first audience really as a, as a musician, you know, they right. weren't paying me or anything, but that was my first <laughs> experience playing in front yeah. of people, you know, <laughs> bring, you know bills. Hey, just, bring bills, dad. Bring bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have laid a, like, a, like an ashtray at the end of the piano with a tip jar, like a Billy Joel thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, man. So you started playing piano first. That was the first instrument you learned how to play? Yeah. Heart and Soul was the first song I learned. Dude, that's yeah. awesome, man. So yeah. you're, you're with your grandma. She's teaching you how to play piano. That's going... When did you start to play other instruments? You play guitar and stuff too, right? Yeah, I picked up an acoustic on my 16th birthday. Uh, following that, I got bass the same year. And um, I realized going on, I had to change my set as a solo act, as an acoustic show. Because mm-hmm. some places, piano does, just doesn't work. The crowd is too tingy. It's not really for their ears. So a piano is um, takes an ear to listen to. Yeah. So that's why I switched my act up now where I do about an hour and a half of each instrument or sometimes I couple the instruments. Like I have a song called Mr. Hollywood. I play acoustic, uh, piano in the beginning and then break in with an acoustic guitar. See, that's, that's awesome, man. It's -hmm. really neat just to think like, so you had like eight years of musical experience under your belt before you even picked up a guitar. Yes. What, and that's what, like, what's the, what was it like to go from piano to guitar? Because like, I don't, that's, this is probably, it's a, it's a super interesting question to me. I think where I happened to get lost initially was with the fretboard. Because the fretboard okay. looked nothing to me like white and blacks. You know, right. white and black keys. I'm talking yeah. about them. Don't worry, I'm not getting political. <laughs> uh, right, <yeah. laughs> the piano is a political instrument. Um, right. But um, no. It's, Everything it's is these days. <laughs> I know, you gotta watch what you say. I'm going by Zay today, just so you know, Jordan. Right. <laughs> Oh, hell. But yeah, so you play that instrument and you go to another one. And the really the only thing that is common is theory. Mm-hmm. And when you can connect theory from a G chord to piano to a G chord on guitar, then you kind of learn the, the scales and the motions from there. But it comes from yeah. theory. It never came from just innate physical abilities. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's got to be. I mean, just the 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 shapes of the chords like on the guitar. I yeah. mean, that's, that's not going to be anything like the shape on a piano. Yeah. 
Um, I, I would suggest piano is easier for your hands. I think you could have a, a more endurance. Like you play a yeah. three hour show and not really feel it night. But when you play a bass guitar, which I do in my band, you can feel it sometimes that night or the next day laying too. So yeah. if you have wrist problems, get a piano. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, especially <laughs> those big ass bass chords, man. You're like, you're yeah. like Jesus. There's a whole well, that's why I use the hop things ignition bass. Mm-hmm. The violin bass has a very, it's a short neck bass. So what's nice with that is for somebody like me who has low hands, I can, yeah. um, I can do a lot more. I can actually thumb over it at times. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. So, just change the fretboard. Yeah. yeah. That adds like a whole, whole different dynamic, uh, to, to plan. If you can get over top, you know, with your thumb and stuff like that, that's, that's a whole different thing, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Makes that thanks. Bass chords very, very easy. Um, and yeah. bass is, I would say is simpler than even going from piano to guitar. I'd rather went like piano to bass. Yeah. Cause, um, maybe it's just cause it's more what I'm doing now, but I feel like oh, okay. it's also just so easy to, to pick up. I tell people all the time, get a bass. Yeah. You know? Just kind of like just fruit notes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't take a genius. It's pretty sweet, man. I just, I picked up a bass, uh, in 2020, uh, first time ever. Oh, nice. Um, what kind? Uh, it was just a no name bass that I got from eBay and, uh, something, I don't even know. It, there's no markings on it whatsoever. It's really nice. Um, it plays nice, very light. Um, it's, it's, it's like really, really light. Uh, but it's a full size bass. And I mean, like nice. it's very kind of, it's, it's challenging cause I have small hands too. So it's just like, you know, I'm jumping a lot more instead of, you know, being able to right. just, you know, stretch. I got a, uh, I got, an, I got an old electric here. If you want me to show you my, my landlord gave it to me out in my basement. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. I got it right here. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I'll you can you grab it. Quick. Yeah. yeah. Funny thing is, look how small that case is. Dude, yeah. that is. Let's see what we got here. There we go. Oh, wow. Yeah. So There you go. Yeah. I don't even know what kind it is. It says Harm. Harmony. 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 Nice. So I think the yeah. harmony guitars. Also, if you want to buy this, get a hold of me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think something might be wrong with the inside though, so I don't want to give you anything. Right. It's got, it's got electric tape at the top of the neck. It's funny though. <laughs> harmony, I think, was uh that was the first guitar I ever had. I bought it from uh some dude I used to skateboard with. It was like a red harmony uh like strat body. Nice, put that, you know, you're on yeah. your penny board. You ever get a penny board? Oh yeah. I had those. I got stolen. Somebody stole it in college when I was in really? college. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm waiting for the guy to come by one day. I'll have an elbow just weighing like a little clothesline. <laughs> just, if I ever saw it. Take your board back real quick. That's so, hard. That is a hard thing to ride. Yeah, they are. They're, mm-hmm. I mean, they're just, they're so small. But. Mm-hmm. So you were talking about uh, spiels. Yeah. Spiels uh, like it's, dude. That was uh, just by like um, sheer coincidence. I just, I ended up there one night. A uh, buddy of mine was just like, hey, do you want to go out and grab a drink? And then, you know, his wife and, and my wife uh, were just like, you know, let's go check it out. Um, we didn't mm-hmm. feel like getting too crazy that night. So we just like kind of wanted to do something low key, <laughs> went out there. And yeah. uh, 
no luck, man. We ended up partying our faces off because it was an open mic Ooh. night and everybody was just having a blast. The drinks were like super cheap. Yeah. I like went up to buy a round and the lady was like, all right, that'll be $4. And I'm like, <laughs> for which I was like, nah, I wanted to pay for all of them. And she was like, you did. And I'm like, oh, fuck. This is going to get messy. Yeah. <laughs> she just gave me the green light. Go, go. Right. Yeah. But dude, just like watching the amount of like <laughs> watching the amount of like people just like going up and playing and like doing different things, dude. It was so amazing. Like the the influences like throughout the entire like place were had to have just been so in, insanely eclectic because like there were just like yeah. old guys going up there, sitting down and yeah. like, you know, doing whatever they wanted to do, play some bass, play some guitar. You know, somebody else, maybe 17 years old, would go up there and sit down at the drum kit and do something. It was just like, right. You get old guys and young men. Yeah. You get a camaraderie of men, I feel like, older and younger. Yeah. Like I play with many guys that are in their 70s. And there's something honorable about that. And there's something that you connect with. And they, when they harbor you as a musician and say you do well, that's, that lets you know you're doing the right, you're doing the right things, you know? Cause yeah. if you get along with those people, I feel like you can transcend to other collaborations you for know, sure. outside. Definitely. And that's, and that's a great thing to do, you know, like strip down versions of songs or um, have somebody cover your original song. You know, if anybody wants to do that, let me know. I've been looking into that. I think that's really cool. That's sweet, man. How long have you been, how long have you been playing that open mic? Oh, I think I started going when I was 15. That's why I, that was the first time I started going there. I wasn't allowed to drink at the time, of course, right, yeah. but they're like, go ahead and you can play that piano if you want, you know? So, uh, I started doing three songs, you know, three song sets. And I played my first two, three years as a musician with no pay at all. I made zero income first right, three years yeah. of playing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I would say I'm busier now than I've ever been before. And I'm happier now than I've ever been before because I'm with people that support me and, but we have a common belief in yeah. our potential. So that, oh, yeah. that's amazing. You can't buy it. Right. You know, dude, I mean, like we were just talking before the show a little bit. Uh, and yesterday, uh, you're busy, dude. You've got, uh, I'm blessed. You've got a, you got a full week coming up here almost. Yeah. We moved the open mic for those of you out there. I did announce we were going to have the open mic this week, but we moved it to June 2nd because, I guess the owner said Mark Madden's going to be commentating some event. I'm like, we're not better than Mark Madden. Like <laughs> Mark Madden's better. Like Luke Welch fan, Mark Madden, pick one, you know? Right, yeah. I'd rather see Luke Welch, Luke Welch fan, that's, to be completely honest. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, come on, dude. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. I mean, I like the guy. He's, he's a, he's an all right dude, but like sometimes when I'm in a mood and then I'm hearing him and his mood, I can't yeah. take it. I'm just like, all right, man, shut up. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. It's awesome. We're on a platform. We can just openly throw bombs at people. Oh yeah. It's nice. <laughs> it's I great. Mean, not that we all enjoy it. Trust me, guys. We right. don't enjoy it, but it's, it's, it's what we do. We talk about things, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about this the other day and I was like, man, when I used to listen to like talk radio, um, it was so funny. I listened to a show called Opie and Anthony. They were pretty much Great like, uh, oh, all right. So you know who they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or at least who they were. Um, so yeah, they would be on like uh, terrestrial radio and then they would do like two hours on that and then two hours on XM. 
yeah. satellites. So it would be like a completely different show. They, you know, everything was really mm-hmm. clean on terrestrial radio, and then they'd go to satellite and, you know, say some wacky things and stuff. And, do you uh, worry about like censorship, or do you worry about you know? No, not not really at all. Not with this. It's it just like I reached out to, and and sometimes I mean maybe if we hit weird topics or something like that, but like with the video business, um, you know, I reached out to clients that I was kind of worried about. Uh, and I just said like, Hey, look, this isn't who I am. Like as a professional, like with my business, this is a podcast. And I feel like I, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to say whatever I want. And And they all send me, yeah, they all sent me emails and they were just like, we don't give a shit what you say, dude. You say whatever you want. Right. <laughs> like, it's your you show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, free speech is more important now than ever before. And I think something that I'm running right into now is, you know, something hypothetical happened yesterday on my podcast. We shot day by day yesterday and it's up on Spotify now. But we had a segment there where we hypothetically said Shane was a porn star. <laughs> and we got on the topic like you can never watch all the porn. Like I'm thinking to myself, like, well, somebody hears this, like, and they're... <laughs> Like they have a bad interpretation of it, but I think it's inevitable, right? If right, you're gonna yeah. be doing this. So I Absolutely. think it's something I mean, you take on the chin. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to, you know, expand this show into something a little different. Like maybe have you sit down with me yeah. and uh somebody from like Brewing or something like that. You know what I mean? Like and just yeah. like really sit down and just like talk about current events or something like that. But then like, obviously, you know, it always doesn't have to be about specifically like, you know, who you are, what you do, blah, 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 all that stuff. I mean, no, you got to keep some stuff personal. Yeah. I mean, it's great to have the, uh, the first show explain who everybody is and what they do, but then on your return visit, I mean, we've already talked about that stuff. So let's uh, talk about other stuff. So, right. right. You probably run to the same kind of, uh, routine with podcasting interviews i go off nothing i go off just pure yeah grab something out of the air like that's why i think worked well with Alyssa hankey's podcast and uh, the last one we did too mm-hmm. so you've but done two, you've done two episodes yeah yeah we've done two episodes yeah. that's awesome so, man it's such a it's such a fun thing to do i mean like yeah podcasting we is like one of those things that just like i never thought that i would want to do it or even be interested in it at all. Right. And what happened was I started making YouTube videos, uh, to feed my creative needs or whatever. And, uh, I got comfortable You're an addict like me, <laughs> right? Yeah. I just, I, I got comfortable talking to people and like, I would do like little interviews with uh, other YouTube creators. And I was like, man, right. this is like, it's really fun to learn more about people. And, mm-hmm. uh, there it was, that's it. There it is. That's the whole boat. <laughs> right. It's really cool. We, I'm glad uh, we uh, we are the two guys that are doing it right now. It's fun. But um, if you want to talk more music, we can talk about that. What's going on? Hell yeah, dude! Tell me, uh, tell me like what you got going on for the year and well, what, I what you're post- looking forward to. Well, we're looking forward to a record release here. Um, we've been recording for over a year now. Um, we've had several guest artists. We had uh, Joe Scheller from Derek Woods Band. Yeah. Uh, we've had Ray, the harmonica player from East Coast Turnaround. Eric Samasco from Bring a Brangham. Nate Figler, drummer from the band Truckster. Maria Michelle, who is a female vocalist. And um, 
probably somebody else. I might be messing up, but you know, Brandy yeah. and Sean are in there, you know, but they own the studio. Sean's a guitarist and uh, the drummer from my band. So he did a little bit of that stuff. And um, Brandy did some, uh, some shaker stuff. You know, she usually, she's up there with the tambourine, like right. all in court, you know, she's yeah. So we have a lot of guest artists. I, I'd say we have about six different guitarists, uh, Anthony Farine, Jake Jones, Sean, Eric, you know, a lot of different hands in it. And, um, we're almost done mastering it. It's in the mastering process now. It's yeah. getting down to about 50% left. And uh, right now we have demo tracks available and we're just trying to listen to everything through cars, through headphones to see what we can adjust for that. Cause we're not paying uh, outsourcing our mastering process. Yeah. Um, we have that set up. I have an August potential date lined up with the party and everything, but we'll see if the distribution and the cover art and everything goes through swimmingly, I hope it does. Yeah. I really want to. So, yeah, there's always kinds of like, you know, wild different things behind the scenes that you got to take care of. I mean, for things like that, I was in a band uh, when I was right in college, early two thousands. And it, uh, you know, that's what we wanted to do was, uh, my camera went out, but, uh, um, that's what we wanted to do, you know, have a, a release party. We went and we recorded and everything was fun. And, uh, you know, it was, it was great. The one thing that really like kind of annoyed me was the fact that like the guy that recorded our album was like, Oh yeah, man, this is going to be like super, uh, affordable. Don't worry about it. We get into this guy's studio. It was in Erie, Pennsylvania. We That's went up awesome. there and, uh, the dude has pictures of like, Eric Clapton and him shaking hands on the wall and shit. And like, um, the dude from, uh, uh, shit train Pat Monahan. Oh yeah. Pat and, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, so I'm like looking around and this guy's like, you know, it was a pretty modest studio. It wasn't like anything like crazy. And, uh, so I'm like, okay, man, so this is going to be like pretty affordable. Right. Then I, we just kept on like, mm-hmm trying to hammer him on like what well, you know what it was going to cost and he was like oh yeah don't worry about it he goes it's only going to be like a thousand bucks or something like that and i'm like oh shit cool so you know between That's five awesome. of us you know whatever mm-hmm. and um he didn't tell us that it was going to be uh you know certain amount of money per hour then to master so <laughs> we're sitting there and just like you know we get a bill at the end of this and it was like holy shit we all had to like go do we were like i don't know mm-hmm. 19 18, 19 years old. We had to go like Jeez. borrow money from our parents <laughs> to get the album. But it was fun, man. It was cool. Pat Monahan actually yeah. lives in Erie. Oh, I know that. Yeah. The yeah. studio we work out now, it's, it's a great studio. Apple Studio. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I think the the people, what's nice about our podcast is like we have it at a recording studio. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, yesterday we had Day by Day. Um, after the podcast, you know, they struck up a deal and now they're going to be tracking their first single. That's awesome. So we also offer like we, the, the record, the studio is kind of like part of the band and the business in a way yeah. where we're like contributing to artists, artists are contributing to us. We're playing our names in each other's mouths. And, um, it's a good, it's a good dynamic. I think that's the best way to do it now. Cause I don't think you want to sign some ridiculous contract. If you can do it Mm-mm. through monetizing your content, through some kind of thing you do. It doesn't have to be podcasting. It could be something. Um, You know, I think that's more beneficial and cost affordable. Yeah. It, it's weird. I mean, like the, the contacts that you make 
from doing this sort of thing are, are pretty oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got somebody yesterday that helped me with graphic design. Brian gave me yeah. some names. I'm learning. You know, I think it's just adding, just adding more layers to what I yeah. do. Yeah, it, it's really neat. I mean, like, I mean, I I've met so many different people through doing the podcast, and you know, same mm-hmm. deal. I mean, the reason that this whole thing even exists is so I could you know, have people listen to a podcast with an ad for my video company in the beginning of it. That was the whole idea. You know, it was like, Oh, Mm -hmm. cool. Well, you're going to be on my podcast. Maybe you'll be like, Oh, Hey, the video guy that did the podcast. Let's, let's use the video guy. And this be um, video as well. Uh, yeah. Well, to a certain point, there's going to be some clips and stuff that I'm going to pull out of this, but, uh, it's my, my camera always dies halfway through it. So, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, it's, it's fun to run into the different uh, types of people. I mean, like you had those guys in on your podcast and then it's like, well, at that point, why would they, they, they know you, they've had conversation with you, you know? And so let's work together. Let's create something cool together. And yeah, that's awesome, man. It's a great way to, to, to make contacts and network with people. Yeah. I'm a busy person. I think the responsibility that I I carry with me can, be potential for others so I, that's how i kind of treat it like I, i'm lucky i get to play a lot of shows i'm lucky mm-hmm. i get to do what i do and why not give somebody who needs that because right now they're i mean we're coming out of the pandemic and stuff like that but there was people who just got their momentum totally shut off you know yeah. their drive to fulfill things and have purpose and back in their music again so i think this is a way to kickstart that uh, as well because um when you see somebody doing it you're inspired by that. So, Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. 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 So, it's very fulfilling. I mean, um, I do work full-time job on top of all this, you know, on the, on the outside. Um, my days are full of things I enjoy. Pretty packed, huh? What do you do for a full-time yeah. job? I am a casino dealer. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, I left casino in Pittsburgh. That's pretty And smart. I like that job because, um, personable, um, the people I work for are very nice uh, and couldn't say more good things about it. Yeah. I always wanted to learn how to count cards. <laughs> the even math was do, just too man. fast. Yeah. Even if you do, <laughs> it's like the odds with the shuffle machine. I don't know how right, they yeah. do it. I'm sure. I'm sure they could try. I, I think, um, I think hand shuffling, you know, you'd probably be able to read it better, but when they just go into a box, right. Yeah. You can't see all the, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I mean, what are you guys doing? You're probably shuffling like six decks at least at a time. Right? Six decks in blackjack. Yeah. I believe yeah. it's more in mini box. Um, I deal a couple of different games. Uh, I deal three yeah. card poker, all carnival games, and, um, roulette. I start, um, I learned roulette next month. Start classes for that. That's fun. It is. It's been a ball. And, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it's gambling, a, man. There you go. You can yeah. go into your roulette class with that joke. You can just be like, this hey, is going to be a ball. a ball here. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> Give me that. That's all, but it also works. That, that job really works my communication skills a mm-hmm. lot. And I couldn't tell you how much uh, transcended to like the podcast and, and just my mic talk at a live event, like a live show. Oh, yeah. Um, that's the thing I think musicians have a hard time learning is crowd work. Just say something. Say something. Yep. You know, don't just sit there and tune and talk to your band. Don't give them the back. Don't give them your back, you know? Yeah. 
that. I think that's huge. Presentation. Yeah. What's Music it like? For one thing. What's it like Go to ahead. be back to shows, man? I mean, after you, I mean, you got shut down, you know, for a year, you know, really couldn't play or anything like that. How's it like? What's it like to be back to doing live shows? Well, I'll tell you what, it feels like you're coming out of a drowning situation. <laughs> um, it's nuts, but I didn't really have, I didn't think as low as uh, maybe other people did. Uh, I was yeah. really kind of going full tilt. Before in March, when the pandemic was going down, I was living with my parents at the time. I just moved back home mm-hmm. and I was restarting in a sense. I was restarting to think what I wanted to do for a career, what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. Yeah. And I was just, kind of on board them with music and entertainment and stuff like that. So um, I kept the shows going. I was still playing probably about one or two times a week, even with nice. full blown lockdown, you know, with full at height. And uh, I just kept my contacts. I kept people that were close to me. And now those seeds have grown and more places are opening. And I've met so many people by preparing uh, in the pandemic year. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, man. That's really good. Yeah, I mean, were you playing a lot of like, uh, like virtual shows or outside shows? How are you, how are you still uh, being able to do it? Yeah. Uh, virtual shows. I'm, I'm doing acoustic covers. Uh, I post online on my Instagram, Facebook. I'm not a big fan of virtual streaming in my apartment. because mm-hmm. It's my apartment, but I will start. I streamed a couple of events on our Instagram page at the band with the band. Um, I'm okay with doing those. I wasn't doing a lot of live streams though when it was at its heat. Um, I did do the Palace Theater. I don't know if you saw that one. Yeah. Uh, where they did the, the virtual yep. Palace Theater. Um, you know, there was there was opportunities, I would say. But um, it's good to kind of get away from that. But you learn from that. You learn uh, virtual tips. You, you learn how to monetize more content. Right. So it's it, it added another just like a little shank in the tool belt, you know, to, yeah. to use even bigger reach without leaving. You can do more things, you know, without having to leave your home. Yeah. That's ideal. You know, it is ideal. Yeah. That's pretty nice. What, uh, what's your favorite part about playing out, man? Like what, what really gets you going about it? The fact that it's a hundred percent full expression. Um, yeah. you have the stage and you have a microphone and you're ready to go and you have something to say. Um, I have a, I have problems with anxiety, I would say. And, it helps me kind of alleviate that yeah. and also kind of put in the energy that I feel with everything I do into other people. Cause when you talk to people now, they're broken. Um, there, some people don't have anything going on, no hobbies. Um, and I know how I was inspired and I think I'm just kind of recreating that event when I was younger, but now I'm on the stage and doing that. Yeah. And, it's- uh, the people and, it's, it's all the places I've met every week's different for me. You know, I, I'll never regret my twenties because I got to go different places and meet so, so many different people. Cause on a weekly basis, my life is always changing. Right. Um, I don't look at that as stressful. I don't look at that as overbearing at times. It is, it is frustrating, <clears throat> but the stories I have and the people, I, I mean, I can't, it, it's ridiculous. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> you go out and you play, you know, you meet so many people, you know, at, at each place. And, you know, you just keep on doing that. I mean, and like you said, you're so busy that it's just like you're meeting multiple people, you know, per week and, and all of that. It's, it's, I think everybody, uh, you know, 
somewhere down the line has a tinge of anxiety. Um, I, I have anxiety like crazy. Um, oh, yeah. And it's just like, you know, at the beginning of doing the podcast thing, it was absolutely terrifying to me, even though I, I knew, yeah, I mean, like my first one, I had the guys from uh, invisible man brewing on and I felt comfortable with those dudes because I went to school with Sean and, uh, you know, I had met uh, Ted through Sean and I was just like, you know, it should be cool. I had to like sit there and and remind myself that nobody was listening to this except for the three of us sitting in a room. And that was it. Like nobody knew it was even going on. And then eventually, you know, and I'm by eventually, I mean like 20 more episodes. I finally just was like, you know what? This isn't bad. I really, and then you just kind of get into the conversation and you don't really think about anything else. It's just like, you know, like I assume that's probably how it is when you're playing music. You're just like, you're in the zone and you're doing your thing. Um, And I think maybe that's probably why most people are afraid to do that crowd work you were talking about earlier, because (laughs) they are very rehearsed at what they're doing musically. And then when it comes time to be like, what's up? How's it going out there? Everyone's like, yeah, they're doing all right. <laughs> you know, and like, they kind of leave you hanging. You're not going to sit there and have a conversation. You ha- It's a one-sided conversation, you know? So you have to just be like, Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Like be comfortable, not getting responses. Do you know what I mean? It's a, yeah. It's a give, 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 no take kind of situation. Right. Yeah. And some people are, and we all were, <clears throat> we all were there once, you know, being stuck in, in that, in that closet space where we're not interacting with our fans. And I think you, you eventually either do it or you don't. And if you don't, well, then you're probably going to be the same kind of act that we're going you know, or you're going to develop habit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so. <laughs> well, what do you got coming up on the horizon? Like show wise, where can, where, <clears throat> well, can, where can people find you? Yeah, uh, you can find me on uh, my website. We just uh, dropped off a email list. You can get on that as lukewelts.com. You can find uh, Luke Welts Music on Facebook as well as the band, Luke Welts Band. Um, if you you know jump on our Instagram, we have different handles on there. We have one, my personal profile, Luke Welts, and then Luke Welts Band. Uh, we also we have uh, YouTube, Luke Welts Band on YouTube, TikTok as well. And uh, I do acoustic covers on my Facebook page. Um, we're, we're slowly developing merch right now, building our store because the release is going to be coming up soon. We'll be able to put that on our website and you guys will be able to get that. And uh, Derek Woods helped us with cover our shout out to Derek Woods. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's, he's really helped me along the process. Derek's a good there. dude, man. Yeah. Yeah. Very, he's a really good dude. Very cool dude. And Joe Scheller. I don't know if you know, Joe Scheller is my next door neighbor. <laughs> Oh, I know. I heard you. I listened to you guys' podcast. I listened yeah. to the episode you did with him. Yeah. Dude, he's really Very cool. Good. Cool guy, man. I love the fact that like there's somebody else on my street that isn't your normal nine to fiver. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Like he's a yep. he's a pro musician. Like that's yeah. it's he's, it's awesome. He's uncommon amongst common men. Right? Very. Yeah. Yeah, dude. What uh, what shows do you have coming up this weekend? Well, this weekend um, at the uh, Taddy Boggle Cider Works in, in Acme, I'll be playing. I'll be playing there Friday, 
And then uh, Thursday, I'm at Washington Run Park. These are just acoustic shows. Uh, bands at Bloom Brew, West Newton, June 11th, I believe. And uh, July 2nd, we're playing at 1700 Penn Ave in Pittsburgh. Nice. Um, August 1st, we're at Bellaterra Vineyards uh, in Hunker. And then September 25th, we're playing the E-Train Music Festival in Homer City. Dude, that's awesome, man. It's great. I'm excited, sweet, man. I'm a, we got new music. We're actually playing uh, oh, yeah. some follow-ups, some follow-up singles. We, we plan to release after this big, you know, drop. Right. Um, so everything's the wheels are turning. You know, keep that oh, momentum yeah. going out there. Everybody out there, just keep it going. Filling up that calendar, dude. That's awesome. That's that's hey, the way. Nine to five, man. Hell yeah, it does. Hell yeah, it does. I gotta ask you, man. That robe. It's a. It's a, is it a robe? Is it a suit jacket? What, what do we got going I like, on? Here? I look like Hugh Hefner. Uh, right. <laughs> you need a. You need a. You need a pipe and some. Uh, yeah, you see some ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be dancing around a pool of women. Just. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I got this on uh, Wish.com. There you go. This is a nice little purchase. You know, I wanted to kind of look like Jim Carrey, you know, from the mask. So love it. It's a uh, black, you know, it, it's, it's got some spunk to it. I'm learning it, what it I'm, does. I'm not a folk. I don't have a folk rock outfit, but this is kind of what's <laughs> this is a star of something. I don't know what we're going to end up being. Dude. I love it, man. I'm waiting for the, uh, I want to be the Reno cop where he had the booty shorts on. Right. Yeah. I think that whistle. would look good together. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> It's a man's yeah, man, right a, there. I like it. It's very comfortable. I got a shower though. I just I came out from the gym here and <laughs> right. put my sweaty body in this thing. Probably not a great idea. Uh shit. All right, brother. Well, I'll let you go take care of all of that. I appreciate yep. you being on the show, dude. Um, you know, it was yeah, I, it was great to get you on here finally. We've been trying to do this uh for a while. Skip that. I had yeah. COVID, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was uh I had COVID, I got over it, we rescheduled it. Um, I was like, I told you, I was playing tennis day three into that whole thing. You're like, how are yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm like checking in on you. I'm like, Hey man, how's it going? And you're, uh, you're out there taking, uh, taking it easy, playing some tennis and, and got some days off of work. So fuck. Yeah. I'm going to be doing that when I'm 50. I love tennis. Oh yeah, dude. Shit. Dude, it hit, it hit everybody different. That was the weirdest thing about it. Like my, my dad got it. And, uh, my sister-in-law got it and, oh, I'm so sorry. you know, everybody had it. My wife had it. Uh, it wow. put my wife down, man. She was sick, like really, really sick. And then like my dad, he said he had like no symptoms at all, except for he was tired and his neck and back hurt. That was it. Like, and then there's yeah. guys like you who are outside uh, fucking playing tennis, doing backflips. <laughs> I mean, grass fed beef and <clears throat> taking vitamins. Like I'm, oh yeah. I'm doing all right, man. I have awesome. vegetables, all greens, uh, beetroot. Hell yeah. There's tons of stuff, you know, if you ever want to get into that, let me know. Hell yeah. I used to be a trainer. I used to be a personal trainer when I got out of college. That was my uh, first job. I, mean, I taught yoga and other nice. aspects of health. I was really into that out of college. Hell yeah. Dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Fun. Very good. All right, boss. All right. all right, man. Thank you so Luke much. Luke fan. Check us out. Yep. Luke Lost fan. Check out the record release. As always, be sure to connect with Luke at the links that he provided here at the end of the show. Those links will be down in the show description. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was really fun to talk with Luke. He's a cool dude. And uh, make sure you check out his podcast. Also, you can go visit him at the live casino. 
throw him some chips, have a good conversation. Very cool, fun guy to talk to. I'll see you guys next time.